Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Hello and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Bletchley. Today we're going to be talking about the films Big Fish and Begonia, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and we're going to be welcoming a new Kids First Film Critic 7. Right now we're going to start out this wonderful radio show with the lovely Carla about Big Fish and Begonia. How are you doing, Carla? I'm good. How are you? Absolutely peachy keen. I can't wait to talk about this film with you because... I am a huge animation nut, and this film looks absolutely gorgeous. So please tell, tell us a little about what Big Fish and Begonia is. So Big Fish and Begonia is about a girl named Chun who is part of a, a mystical race that controls the weather, changes the seasons, and the tides. When she turns 16, she could turn into a dolphin and experience life in the ocean and in the human world. When she's there, she nearly gets killed in, when she gets caught in a net, but a boy saves her, but he dies in a whirlpool. After seeing that, she does everything in her power to take back his soul and take care of it. Now, this film has a lot of great animation and also very beautiful scenery. Um, and But I think the biggest part of this film that's very interesting is the story, because it's very fantasy-based, and I'm a, I'm a huge nut for fantasy. So what did you think about the story? The story is incredible. Like, I also really love fantasy, so like... Uh, Seeing like like all like the fantasy based stuff, like she literally turns into a dolphin, which is like crazy. Definitely, I mean, I remember there's a film, Song of the Sea, where like it's about turning into a selkie, which was like this Irish lore, which by the way is like it's lacking in a lot of movies nowadays. We don't do any like fairy tales or lore as much as we used to, and I mean the only people that do this like Disney and. Even they, they, like, they're the only people that really do, like, keep fairy tales alive. But there's all different forms of doing folklore and myths, and it's it's a great subject. It's literally, like, the movie's written for them. They're just beautiful, beautiful stories. So, uh, what did you think about the characters in this film? The characters are great. Chun is, uh, like, very, like, dedicated to uh, the to the to the soul. Like, she's very dedicated to him, and she's also very, like... She, she, it's like a mother and like a son. So it's like, they really look out for each other. Definitely. So uh, what would you say is your favorite character in the film? I think it might be Chun because like she really cares about like everything. She really cares about this dolphin. She cares about her friend. She cares about her family. She really cares about her grandpa too. Sounds like an interesting character. So, uh, I mentioned that the animation looks gorgeous. Does is that true? I mean, like, do you feel like? What did you think about the animation? Yeah, I love the animation. It's probably one of my favorite parts about it. It reminds me of Spirited Away and My Neighbor Totoro, and like, Ooh. I love the use of color of this movie because everything's like so pretty and like light, but then when like something bad happens, it turns like dark and gloomy. Definitely. I mean, I think. Animation has gone so far. And I, it, this was a 2D animated film, correct? Yes. And see, that's that's so nice because we don't have that many films anymore. I mean, it's always computer animation. And it's great to be able to have some 2D animation. You know, actually drawings, paintings, oil pastels. It just feels more organic to me. So 
I'm just like, glad that this film actually uses that kind of style. So, uh, what would you say is the best part in this film? The best part in this film? I think it was, uh, I really like the beginning sequence when, like, everyone in, like, the whole town, like, came together and, like, saw, like, their children, which is, which sounds crazy, but, like, when all the children turned into dolphins, like, that was, like, very pretty, very colorful, and then when they went into, like, the human world, like, it was, like, very, like, light and stuff. Again, using that beautiful animation. So, uh, who do you think this film is, who do you think would enjoy this film the most? When, um, I think it's more for, like, teenagers. I don't think young kids should see this because there is, like, brief nudity. Ah, uh, so what would you say is the age range? 13 to 18. Ah, uh, 13 to 18. Perfect. That sounds great because it, it does look more like a, it does look more like it is for teens since there is a lot more action and, uh, Again, like you said, brief nudity, and uh, again, the fantasy in this is like those dragons, those beauty, those those. But it still seems some, something that teenagers can enjoy. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Kiefer Blakesley. Today, we're going to be talking about the films Yeti. Today, we're going to be talking about Yeti Village Experience, and also welcoming a new Kids First film critic. But right now, we're going to continue our conversation with the wonderful Carla about Big Fish and Begonia. So, um, Carla. Compared to like other animation films, like what do you feel like this film like compares to the other to other films? I think it's really up there. Um, it's like really beautiful. The storyline is great. The characters are wonderful. And what's interesting is that I I never heard of this film before we even talked about the radio show because I heard people were viewing it and like what is this film? So um, for people who have like never heard anything about this film like what would, what would be like three words to describe this film colorful uh imaginative and uh, hmm, let's see um fantasy fantasy uh that's perfect so why, why those three words um because it is very colorful uh it's also very imaginative like the worlds are like like it's kind of like what you like create in like your childhood with like your perfect world like your utopia <laughs> and a fantasy because it's like very fantasy based like there's like humans turning into dolphins they're not actually really humans they're just like a separate race of like humans um literally the grandpa turns into a bird and then turns into a tree no, the grandma turned into a tree. Like, it's very, like, fantasy. And I, the thing I love about fantasy is that sometimes you just think about, like, how the heck did somebody create this world? I, I mean, like, there's this just the imagination in fantasy is, is unparalleled to any other genre, I think, because you, there's just, like, there's some things you just you look at. And animation is the perfect format for fantasy because it's you create everything from scratch. So uh, that's why I love fantasy and animation together. It's like, it's like peanut butter and jelly. It's, it's perfect bliss. Now, at the end of the day, what have we learned after this film? I think uh, this film teaches uh, teens to, and uh, adults uh, to like really care about each other, uh, care about your community, care about your, the people in your life. And what do you think that's the message in this film? 
Well, because Chun really cares about her. I said this before. She cares about um, her community. She cares about her parents. She cares about her grandpa, her grandma. She cares about this dolphin a lot. She cares about her friends. Well, that's definitely an important message. And certainly teenagers can really enjoy that message as well. So uh, in the end, how many stars would you give this film? I would give it a five because to me, this is a great film. It's It has everything that makes like a good film a good film. Like it has sacrifice. It has uh, caring for each other. It has beautiful animation. It has beautiful, beautiful like colors. Um Great storyline, great characters. Now, I do have a question, because, like, especially since the story is very unique in its its own respect, especially with it being a fantasy, like, what elements in this in the story do you feel like makes it, like, different? Um, what makes it different? I think it's, um, like, what, like, uh, the, like, uh, the fantasy, like, um, it's like very different from like other fantasy. Like um, it's like more like out there in fantasy. Like some other fantasies, more like princesses and like like Alice in the Wonder Alice in Wonderland. This is more like more out there in fantasy. Takes more risks. If that's yeah, it takes more risks. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for Carla for talking about Big Fish and Begonia. It's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to go check it out. Thank you for having me. This film is out right now, so please go check it out. With that said, I am your host, Keith Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Boxcar Children, Surprise Island. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hello and welcome back to the program kids first coming attractions i'm your host Kiefer blakesley and we just got done talking about big fish and begonia and we're going to continue our show talking about 
about a Marvel mayhem of films. We're going to be talking about Avengers Infinity War and Ant-Man and the Wasp. But afterwards, we're going to introduce a new Kids First Film Critic. But right now, we're going to talk to the wonderful Carla again. But we're going to talk about Avengers Infinity War. Carla, so let's first start out by asking, have you seen the other Marvel films leading up to this? Yes, I'm very into like the Marvel lore right now. Like, uh, after what happened, I'm kind of just like, I need some cheering up. <laughs> oh, oh, definitely. Yes. So, we guess we're definitely not going to spoil anything. Even though it's out on DVD okay. now, I still don't feel like spoiling anything because that just, that's just rude. I don't want to do that. Um, especially since there's a big twist at the end. Uh, so, having waited literally like a decade for this film to come out, does it... Does it hold? Does, was it worth the hype? It was worth the hype. I, it's like one of my favorite Marvel films. That, Black Panther, and uh, Winter Soldier. It's really it's up there. I would have to agree. I feel like it did live up to the hype. There was a lot going on. I mean, I don't know about you, but I was emotionally like exhausted after seeing that film Same. because, like, there's like. <sighs> 90 character like superheroes on one uh, in one movie and it's just exhausting just trying to figure out what where each one is and their different arcs and their different placement in the story so it just by the end of it you're just like oh my gosh so many characters but i still loved it i still enjoyed every single moment of it cause it's literally like a roller coaster ride um so what would you say about the your favorite character in the film since there's so many characters to choose from well, my favorite character, there's a lot of characters, and I really, like, love them all, but I think it might be, uh, maybe Peter, because, like, all of his references with, uh, Peter Quill, Peter Parker and Peter Quill, like, all of their references are really funny, Drax is also really funny, uh, Thor, like, he's, like, very, like, he went through a lot in Ragnarok, and, like, now he's just, like, kind of just, like, trying to make everything better. Definitely. No, I mean, I think where all the characters are at, they've grown so much in in 10 years. And to finally see them all together in this just one big, gigantic epic is, is just amazing. So uh, how many stars would you give this film? I gave it a five out of five. It's, like, what... I said it's, like, one of my favorite Marvel films. It's also, like, top... It's, like, also, like, one of my favorite films of 2018. That, Black Panther, a few, like, a few other ones. It's, like, really good. Everyone should go see it. Oh, definitely, especially if you're a big Marvel fan. And, you know, what would you say is the age range for this film? The age... Well, because it's, like, very... Like, some parts are graphic. I think it's, like... 13 and 18. 13 and 18, yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of lots thing going on. There's definitely a, a lot going on in this film that can that some kids, just young kids, may not be able to like comprehend, which is understandable. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attraction. I'm your host, Kiefer Blakesley. This show is sponsored by Boxcar Children. We're going to continue our conversation with the wonderful Carla about Avengers Infinity War. So, uh, Carla... We mentioned that this film has so many characters in it, and your favorite character is kind of like the Peters, Peter Quill, Peter Parker, and Drax, and everyone. But 
do you feel like and I feel like the, I feel like many people I feel like you I know how, what you're going to say um, but if you haven't seen any of the Marvel films, do you genuinely think that people will enjoy the, a film if they're going in completely blind? I feel like you have to, like, get into a lore to, like, kind of, like, get everything that's happening. Yeah. Like, sure, you can, like, go see it and just have, like, fun. But also, you won't get what's happening the whole time. You won't really know the characters as much. Totally agree. It, it is, it's kind of like a, like a very, very long television show like you gotta you gotta watch all the episodes in order to understand the season finale so i agree so if you haven't seen any of the Mario films you gotta go see them it's just there's no way around it like there's there's certain ones you can skip but there's just some films you need to see in order to fully understand and really appreciate this film because this film what makes it great is because it was hyped so much and you thought that ends and it's just really good now, without spoiling anything, how would you describe the ending in three words? Don't spoil anything. How? Let's see. Sad, hopeless, scared. My goodness, that was a really morbid words. Uh, yeah. That, and for note for someone who hasn't seen the film yet, that's that's hopefully doesn't discourage him from seeing it because. It's definitely worth it. I mean, like, especially since there's a lot of, like, it gets really dramatic and emotional, especially since mm-hmm. we follow these characters for such a long time. But, like, what did you think about the humor in this film? Did you feel like it was appropriate? Or did you feel like it's sometimes, like, eh? I mean, over something? if it's all sad, everyone's gonna, like, be like, this isn't, like, any Marvel film. Like, it's, like, really sad. So, um, like, the humor, like, I feel like there needs to be humor in there because um, it's, like, if there isn't any humor, then it's just going to be all dark and gloomy. And, like, no one really wants that. No, we don't. We really don't. Um, so, But Marvel still finds a way to sneak it in there, which stinks. Um, anyway, uh, final thing. What are you most excited for for Avengers, for the next Avengers movie? I'm really excited. I'm, like, watching theory videos on it. I'm, like, trying... So, like, I'm really hyped for it. I'm also really hyped for Captain Marvel, which comes out before Avengers 4. I'm, I I can't even wait for it. I mean, like, it's coming out in May of 2019, so we still got less than a year, but it's still like, oh, we have to wait so long. But it's, it's definitely going to be worth the wait, I think. So, Well, thank you so much, Carla, for talking about Avengers Infinity War. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. This film is out on DVD now. There were so many special features and deleted scenes and all special bonus goodies on this DVD that's definitely worth it. If you're a huge Marvel fan, you need to go check out the DVD now. So with that said, let's take a break. I'm your host, Kiefer Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Boxcar Children Surprise Island. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. 
All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel turn off your phone another movie review is coming up welcome back to the program kids first coming attractions i'm your host Kiefer blakesley this show is sponsored by boxcar children surprise island now after talking about avengers infinity war and getting over that emotional roller coaster it's now time to look at a very more a much more optimistic and just a, a film that lifts up your spirits, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is which is a film that was a smaller, it was a smaller film, I believe, but it was definitely a, a, a big film in its box office and critical reception, and people loved it, and I love this film so much. So, Carla, let's start with Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, what did you think about this film? First of all, did you feel like it was better than the first one, since it is a sequel? Uh, yes. I, I really love this film. I told so what did you feel like made this film better than the first one? I think uh I think this is better than the first one because I feel like uh there's like more hope in Scott, which I really enjoy. Cassie's like a little bit older, like the beginning is like great. Just like everything about it is like better. I agree. I think what made this film really I, what I loved about this film the most is something that was very small, but Paul Rudd, like, connection with his daughter was stronger. And I have to admit that I just loved, I think the action was better. I thought the humor was better. I thought the heart was even mm-hmm. was even bigger. Uh, but let's, um, I have one question. What did you think about the villain? Because that one is kind of up, for, up, up in the air. Um... I don't know if this is a spoiler or not because it's not on DVD yet. But Try I don't. Spoil anything. Huh? Try not to spoil anything. No spoilers. Okay. So I think Ghost is like a cool villain. Like she has like. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. I'm not trying to spoil anything. But she has like a sad backstory. She's just trying to just like be normal again, not trying to phase out. Of like reality, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you think it was a strong villain character? Did you think there was a strong villain oh. character? Oh, I, sorry, it was on mute. I I don't think she was a I don't think she was a villain. I think she's more misunderstood. Sometimes those are the best antagonists, definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this film 
does have some connection to Avengers Infinity War. Um, of course, we don't want to spoil that, but just out of curiosity, did what did you think about that connection? Um, I thought like it kind of answered our questions because Ant-Man wasn't in Infinity War. Like he wasn't in any of the posters or anything. So Oh, he was. He was just very very tiny. Oh yeah, he was just just like behind Thanos. Yeah. Yeah, like really in there. Yeah, definitely. Up his nose. <laughs> so like it kind of just answers our questions where like Ant-Man was. And and this is not spoiling anything at all because it is in like the film. I think the fu- I think it's a funny explanation that the reason that he wasn't there was he's in, he's on house arrest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's 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 pretty funny. Um, and that's and speaking of which, the humor here is actually it's it really improved because like the first one was right. really funny because Paul Rudd was one of the writers and he's just a genuinely just likable character. What did you think about the humor in this film? I loved it. Like, one of my favorite scenes is, like, uh, Luis's, like, stories. Because it's just, like, them talking really quickly, like, going through, like, the whole thing. Like, it's, like, so, it's really funny. Honestly, the highlight of those films is Luis. I love Michael Pena so much with a heart and so much love for that man. Uh, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley. This show is sponsored by Boxcar Children, Surprise Island. We're going to continue talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp with the wonderful Carla. So, Carla, as much as we talk about the humor, the heart, and the beautiful Michael Pena and Paul Rudd, I feel like we really have to put a spotlight on the real star of this film, Evangeline Lilly as the Wasp. Yes. Who, by the way, I mean, like, even though even though it's Marvel was kind of behind since DC was the first film to actually, ha- like, have a female superhero protagonist, even though I, I really genuinely think that the Wasp really steals this show. So right? let's talk about her. What did you think about her? I loved her. In the first film, I like I loved her. But, like, in this film, like, my love just, like, got bigger. I just, like, love her even more now. She's great. Like, I also her mom. Like, I also love her, too. <laughs> oh, we won't spoil anything about that. But, yes, her mother Ma- is very interesting as well. Um... I do have to say that there is a scene where, um, not gonna spoil again, not spoiling anything. There's just so many. This the hardest part about talking about Marvel right? is spoilers. Is trying not to spoil anything. But there is that one scene, and for people who have seen it, they'll understand where Paul Rudd has to act is acting like another character. Mm-hmm. I believe I know which part you're talking. Uh, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. And I think that's the most the the best scene in any Marvel movie. I don't know why, because it's like. He plays it so endearing and it's so sweet and and like it makes your heart melt, but also makes you laugh at the same time. Yeah, I think that's, that's like just, all the emotions I felt during that scene. So many emotions in this film, and you have to. But so if if any of you are if anybody is coming over like like Infinity War post depression um, post depression for Infinity War, then you need to then Ant Man is the perfect like like pick me up. It's like it's like getting it's like falling down and tripping and, get, and getting a scrape on your knee and that's Infinity War and then Ant Man is getting an ice cream and band aid after after that I mean this really patches things up wouldn't you yeah. agree? Mm-hmm. Like so what? Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go on. Continue. Um, like this movie's kind of like it's like really fun. Like the whole movie's like really fun. Like yes, there's like some like sadder parts. But, like, it's, like, mostly fun. It's, like, uh, 
very like humorous. Definitely humorous, fun. It's 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 got everything. So how many stars did you give this film? I gave it a five because I I, I really loved it. Like it's it's a really good Marvel film. It's like it's like it's it's just really good. Like I can't even like describe it. Genuinely though, I this is this I don't usually rewatch Marvel films. What's interesting is that I watch a Marvel film usually like once or twice because it's like a roller coaster. Like you just can't get on the roller coaster every single day. Mm-hmm. Then you get tired of being on the roller coaster. But this film is one of those films I, I could watch over and over again and never get tired of. It's 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 really an addicting film, the Ant Man series. I think Ant Man I hope I can't I just I just want Ant-Man to expand more in the Marvel Universe, which I'm excited to see. Anyway, thank you so much, Carla, for talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Thank you for having me. This film is is out in theaters now, but also it will be out on DVD on, in October. I know you have to wait that long, but definitely do not, don't miss it. I know it's small and you may miss it, but it's worth checking out. With that said, let's take a break. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hello and welcome to the program kids first coming attractions i'm your host keeper blakesley and we just got done talking about ant-man the wasp infinity war and the wonderful big fish and begonia now we're gonna end this we're gonna end the radio show with introducing a new kids first film critic she is New to our wonderful group, and I had the pleasure of teaching her myself. She is amazing. She lives in Orange County. Her name is Seven Father Toy. Welcome, Seven, to Kids First. Hi. So, first of all, um, really happy for you to be on the radio show. This is your first time on the radio show. Um, how does it feel to be on the radio show for the first time? It feels really good because you're on a radio show. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very true. Now, you've been listening to some of the reviews, so, like, uh, what did you think about some of the reviews on this on the radio show, and I'm, and what are some of the stuff you want to you're most excited to do 
being a part of Kids Fest now. What I'm most excited for is like um, talking about it. And yeah. Talking about it. So um, now I know this answer, but I'm just curious uh, for everyone else to know. So, what are some of your favorite movies? Wreck It Ralph and the Visit. Uh, what, what about some? Um, why Why do you love? What do you love most about movies? Um, everything because like to the color, to like the animations. Wonderful. So, um, kids first. We do a lot of things here. We do the radio show, video reviews, written reviews. So, tell us a little bit about some of the things you learned, and what was the what was what was your favorite thing that you learned during this um during this, the tutoring sessions. My favorite thing I learned is how to write because you gave me like a lot of ideas to write stuff. Definitely, and Maria, your writing is getting is improving very much. She's been doing a lot. Uh, you've been doing a lot of of writing, especially you've reviewed um, so far two short films. Yeah. So, so uh, what did you think? Uh, you reviewed. What was it like reviewing films? Because it it is different. Because sometimes we we talk about films. Um, in casual conversation, but like this is definitely more structured. So, uh, what would you, what would you think was the was the hardest part of writing a review? Yeah, it was writing it, kind of. Yeah. What was uh, what made writing it hard? Cause like, um, I don't know, but it was just thinking about it. Definitely, cause it's like there's just so much in a film you just to talk about. So, uh, what would you say was your favorite part of Favorite part, favorite thing to learn? Everything. Everything. Oh, what was one particular thing? Again, writing. Writing? Yeah. So writing was both the hardest and also the most fun. Yeah. Oh, could you give more, like, you can put details, like, if you were at school, like, writing stuff. So it's really fun to do it. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is, uh, how did you learn about being a kid's first film critic? Well, because my friend Natalia, she's like my best friend. Yeah, um, I saw her doing it, so I wanted to try, and then it actually like got to the point where I wanted to like do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, Natalia, who's also a wonderful Kids First Film critic on board, uh, it's great that we're she's recruiting more people. She's like, you know, you gotta you gotta join these crazy group of kids, you know. So uh, what about your video review? Because you. We, we, we touched, we learned a lot about filming our videos because we put a lot of effort into our videos. And uh, I think what's great about, I know I got to brag about you a little bit, is that you do have a, you, you have not only a wonderful, uh, like, sense of what you like, but also you really have a, you have a beautiful smile and you have, you get really excited when you talk about these films. So, uh, so by the way, for our future, for our viewers, you're going to be really excited to see some of, um, Seven's reviews because there was a lot uh, potential in this girl. So, uh, what? So, with these reviews, like, what did you learn about, particularly for video reviews? What did I learn about them? Yeah. Like, um, to describe but not like tell about it. Yeah. And also to like, yeah, to describe and not tell about, it and to keep on like write more than less. Definitely. Uh, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keith Blakesley. Today, we're going. We just talked about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Infinity War, and Big Fish and Begonia. All right now, we're going to continue our conversation with the wonderful Seven, who is a new Kids First film critic. So, um, Seven, 
what do you feel like it, it means to be a kid's first film critic? It means, like, you have to be, like, confident and, like, try not to be shy. Yeah. Because, like, um, just be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. Don't, like, like a crap. Like, don't be in a show. Just, like, break the shell and be confident and be who you are. Definitely, especially since you you're, you you love horror movies. So, like, it's great. So, when you start talking about, because we reviewed a horror movie um, after hours. Yes. So, like, how did it feel to, like, after learning all this stuff about reviewing films like did you did you see are you seeing movies at a different like point of view yeah yes so like uh, what makes watching movies different now mm, it makes it different like everything because like now that i'm in kids first now i have to like really like like, in storage, you have to, like, keep on checking back. So when I watch the movie, I have to check back to keep on, like, writing about it to know more. Definitely. And what about, we also do, like, a bunch of red carpet events and press junkets. Like, um, we also, we talked about interviewing and getting ready for those kind of events. So what kind of things did you learn there that you was, like, maybe surprised about? Um, what I was kind of surprised about it's kind of weird what I surprised about because, like, the question, I thought you were had to, because some people I see, you know how you said you, you had to do two questions? Mm-hmm. Some people I see, like, they do, like, over more than two questions. So that's what I was kind of, like, eh about. I was, like, thinking weird because a lot of people, when I see them, like, sometimes on YouTube, they kind of do more than two questions. So no. I don't really know. Yeah. No, no, definitely. We, different people do different kind of interviewing, like, etiquette. Now, did you want to join Kids First because you love film or because you want to pursue, like, be actually do a career in filmmaking? Because, what you, the second one you said, because I just want to, like, review movies, tell people about them. And, like, in school, too, like, if they want to know more about it, I can tell them, like, some stuff before they watch it, only if they want to know about it. Yeah, definitely. And, def- and you want to pursue a career in filmmaking, in film? Like, be, uh, what do you want to do in film? I want to, like, it's cool, because, like, when I do red carpet, you get to interview famous people, so it's really cool to interview famous people, and you can tell your friend at school, and they're, like, they can be, like, oh, wow, you met someone famous, I want to meet them one day. <laughs> Definitely. No, it's, we do a lot of things here, and we, on Kids on kids First, and it, it's not easy, of course. Um, what, what would you think is, is something that you're, like, if you want to review like there's any there's a lot of films coming out like coming up now is there a particular film that you are so you're incredibly excited to review well i really i'm excited and i really want to um review the nun the nun yeah oh see this is interesting she is eight years old ladies and gentlemen and she is a horror movie like buff she loves horror movies like i'm I'm a teenager, and I get scared at just even the smallest thing, smallest things. I am such a scaredy cat, and that you're eight years old, like, yeah, I love the country. I'm like, how do you, how do you do that? You just, you just feel this, aren't you? Yeah. What do you love most about horror movies? I mean, cause, like, everything, because you get scared, and, like, sometimes there's funny parts. So, like, when you, so, like, at nighttime, that's my favorite part time watching them plus like all my cousins usually come over so I get to watch them with us and also like sometimes I like to get scared too and like the pop-ups you don't because you 
also you never know what's gonna happen if something's coming so like it's scary well we'll make sure that you will view all the horror films so i don't have to okay well thank you so much seven for being on the radio show for your first time and i'm excited to see what you're going to do in kids first we're very happy to have you on board thank you well, this show is sponsored by Boxcar Children's Surprise Island. Thank you so much for listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To check out our latest reviews and red carpet and press junket events, go to our website, www.kidsfirst.org. Also, check us out on our YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and comment about our films because we do a lot of films and we have a lot of amazing other film critics from around the country. With that said... I will see you next time on Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week.